Welcome to the Digital Investors Podcast with Matt and Liz Rudd, where we explore how you can invest in the new digital economy with expert interviews, proven strategies, and stories of success. Get inspired to grow your portfolio for the future. G'day, everyone, and welcome to today's very special interview. I'm really excited to have Joe Valley, who is a co-owner and partner at Quiet Light Brokers, one of the world's biggest website brokers. And I'm really excited to be talking to Joe today about a recent sale that he's just done for $9 million. And you'll hear in this interview why this is a particularly exciting and inspirational story. So thanks so much, Joe, for coming on and um, talking to us about your recent sale. Good to be here, Matt. Good to be here. Thanks for having yeah. me. Yeah. Um, so obviously, in your you, you've you've been doing this now for how long? Uh, buying and selling websites. Uh, buying and selling for a long time. Uh, I think uh, the first website I launched was 1998 for fifty dollars. Um, I built, yeah. bought, and sold about six on my own, and with Quiet Light, I've touched about a half a billion with a B in uh, online okay. exits over the last ten years. Okay. So so. So you all realize, Joe, as you can see, is a true professional. He knows his stuff here. He's done the, the from the small deals right up to the big deals. And today, what we're what I want to talk to you, Joe, and thanks so much for um, agreeing to do this interview on this particular sale, is would you this this was a nine million dollar sale for you at the moment in Quiet Light? Is that a what 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 in terms of the sale size that you're seeing out there? That's kind of where does that at, sit in the scope of what you guys yeah, are doing? At the time that we closed that, and it it it, it was it was our largest transaction at the time. Yeah. But life is moving fast, so we've closed yeah. two that have been twice more than twice, almost two and a half times the size of that now. Um, and the transaction sizes just keep getting bigger and bigger. So um, all over the place. And I'd say you know our sweet spot is very broad, anywhere from uh, two hundred fifty thousand to twenty five million is generally where we play. Yeah. Um, but this one was, you know, just, just under nine and a heck of a story. Great guy. He's become a good friend and yeah, he's an inspiration bottom line. Well, that's the bit that we want to hear about too, because everyone focuses on this amazing outcome that you helped him achieve. And, you know, I love hearing that, that, you know, he's become a great friend and obviously a very inspirational story and, and what you've told me about him. Do we want to, um, do you want to give some background to to let, let's start there with the yeah. actual individual i think that's what's so impressive with this story his actual background yeah 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 he's uh he's not from the states he's not from australia he's actually from uh denmark originally and he was invited to drop out of high school and you're actually required <laughs> to stay in school k through 12 but yeah. he'd been kicked out of so many schools that they just said, all right, here's your degree. Please be done. It's the equivalent yeah. of GED, equivalent of a degree. Um, so he doesn't have a college education. He's, you know, just driven. Um, he was homeless in high school. You know, there were some family wow. challenges. And so he was out of a home for a while. Um, started a business after high school in the construction space. Ended up coming to the States for an event in Vegas and uh, met a girl, as things often happen, had a yeah. baby, um, and, and thought, I got I to gotta really you know, straighten my stuff up here. And um, the marriage didn't work out. So he's a single dad. She had some issues. So he's a single dad, really living paycheck to paycheck to the point where he 
was traveling and the flight was delayed overnight, like for 18 hours and he couldn't afford a hotel. So he and his son slept in the airport because he couldn't afford a hotel room. Um, and that was, you know, as recent as I, I would say maybe six or seven years ago. And his life has changed wow. pretty dramatically since then. He had, he had done what a lot of your folks are doing, just going on the hunt to buy a business and see if he can buy it and grow it and sell it. And the mm -hmm. first one that he bought, he bought for a couple of thousand dollars. And it didn't take him any more than six months to turn around and sell it. And he sold it for about $7,500. He was like, well, that's more money I've made in like the last year, just about. How do I do this again? Yeah. Um, and uh, so he had another opportunity, took some of that money and bought another one, a little bit larger, not much larger because he, he only had $7,500. Um, but he ended up selling that one in just about the same amount of time, another six months, and he sold it for 20 grand. And for him, right. that is, that's a fortune, you know? Yep. Because uh, he's still living paycheck to paycheck. He just optimized it. It was a content site. Both of these were content site. Um, and he just really just flipped it and he just learned how to do it. And, and both of those were purchases. So he went out and bought another one. The third one, he ended up selling for about $220,000. And I call him, you know, an original exitpreneur because he figured out that you can, you know, make more money by selling than you do by often operating these businesses. So $220,000 for him, yeah. it, it was life-changing. Uh, and, and at this point, his son is, you know, six or seven years old. And um, he'd learned a lot. He was really learning how to optimize websites. And it's when Facebook was really coming into its own and advertising was cheap. And he threw uh, five or six different niches up online and started driving traffic to them through Facebook. And one of them just took off. And we'll just say it's in the entertainment space. And I don't not yeah. not the adult entertainment space. Yeah. The entertainment space. Thank you. Yeah. Just, just clarification there. Um, yeah. And uh, it he he let the others go. There were car niches and things of that nature, and he just focused on this entertainment space because the fans in this niche were just rabid fans, and they needed to consume the content every single day, which meant he had to post content every day and multiple times a yeah. day. Um, and he really learned the Facebook uh, ecosphere a little, a lot, right? He spent a lot of money there, drive a lot of traffic, gave people what they wanted, helped them, helped them, helped them. And uh, he grew to the point where he could buy his biggest competitor. There were two competitors in that particular niche. And uh, he bought his biggest competitor. It was only a couple hundred thousand dollars, you know, still mm -hmm. a big purchase for him at that time. Yeah. Um, so then he really owned the niche when he bought them, had them both. He started one, bought a bigger one, and he owned the space. And he just, he's a, he's a bright guy. Let me put it this way. He's hungry for learning. He doesn't have the education that most people have, but he's smarter than almost anybody that I know because of his drive and determination. And he took this business, and I, I remember exactly where I was uh, when I got the call. I didn't sell the one for 7,500 or 20,000. He did that on his own. Our company, Quiet Light, sold the one for 220,000, but it wasn't me. Right. It was somebody else. It was Darren. And I'm sitting outside. Uh, um, uh, my my son was uh, at, a, at a, a, he's a runner. So he was, a, he was training and I'm sitting outside the training facility and I get this call and he says, Hey, Joe, um, uh, Victor is ready to sell his next business and, 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 he, and he's looking for 5 million bucks. Okay, okay, sounds good. 
Let's yeah, uh, introduce me, and I'll take it. This particular advisor had gone on to another adventure, and so uh, I get on the call with Victor. He's a great guy. I mean, I admitted before, and uh, really got to know him. And uh, we listed the business uh, for five million dollars, and within three weeks, we had three offers, and we were under contract for four point eight million dollars. We're deep in due diligence. Oh, yeah. We're deep in due diligence, and I, I get a phone call from him. This is. I tell this story way too much. So if anybody's heard this already, too bad. I'm going to tell you again. I'm on the way back. I'm on the way back from a funeral. I'm driving back. I'm, I live in North Carolina in the States, down in Georgia, about four and a half hours away on a Saturday. And yeah. I get this phone call. And I'm like, oh, this can't be good. Victor's calling me on a Saturday. Nobody, clients don't call me on Saturdays. I'm like, this isn't good. And, and he, I'm like, hey, what's going on? What can I do for you? He's like, um, so uh, I, I don't think I can do this. <laughs> okay, I understand what's going on. Well, I made three hundred thousand dollars last month. I'm like, okay, Whoa. that's good. Yeah. Tell me more. Tell me more. And uh, he's like, this is what happened. This is what happened. And the the you know enough things picked up in the business where it was just growing incredibly rapidly. And then it took a big leap, right? Uh, so we did some numbers and some math, and I figured if you waited six months, the business was probably going to be worth about $8 million instead of $5 million. And he said, Joe, I, I just can't do it. I'm a single dad, and this is his legacy, and I, you know, I, think, I think I need to pull out of this letter of intent. And the letter of intent that we had with Matt, the buyer, was non-binding and fully contingent on due diligence and a bunch of other stuff. So mm -hmm. Victor could walk away in this situation, and he did just that. Well, it didn't wow. take. Yeah, he, no. it was it was it was a ballsy move. It, it that was, ballsy. was yeah, yeah. That is interesting. From homeless to being prepared to walk away from five mil or four point eight mil. Five yeah, mil. yeah. That is so ballsy. It paid off. It paid off. Yeah. And it didn't take six months. Uh, another three weeks, and Matt, the person we were under LOI with, and two other buyers had made offers before came to the table and they bid it up to just under $9 million. <laughs> so wow. in about, in about uh, three and a half, four weeks, Victor made an extra, you know, almost $4 million there. Uh, so his hesitation was right. Um, the business was just continuing to grow uh, in a very special niche, in the entertainment space, um, highly sought after rabid customers. Um, the, the most challenging part from that point though, Matt, I got to mm -hmm. tell you was, um, the process, right? Anytime you've yeah. got a transaction, whether it's, whether it's a, a, a hundred thousand, 500,000, a million, or in this case, just under $9 million, it gets emotional for the seller. And yep. one of the things about Victor is he's a good human. I really like to work with good humans. And that's why he and I are good friends now. Um, there was a, a young woman that worked for him that, made a difference in his life and helped him grow that business to the, to the level it was. And she was also a single mom and she was his, you know, um, uh, business operations manager and selling the business was going to be a problem because then she'd need to go find another job. So he promised her that when the business sold, he would buy her a house. Well, wow. It's a big promise. He's a good guy. About three weeks before closing, it fell apart, completely off the rails. <laughs> so he blew a gasket. You know, when you're a month away from this kind of money, emotions yeah. run very high. And that's sometimes the toughest challenge as you're preparing a business and under contract and eventually getting it sold 
it, it's it's managing your emotions. And so that my job, the numbers are easy, the package is easy, relationships are easy. The toughest part of what I do is managing people's emotions and expectations. Uh, and so we we worked through it. We got it back on the rails, closed the business, and now he's on to uh, new, believe it or not, bigger adventures where um, he's in a new space. It's it's not the content space anymore. He actually, you know what he did? He he bought he bought an e-commerce business from an Australian. <laughs> wow. From an Australian. Really? He yeah yeah he bought it for uh, it's a physical products business in the pet space. Yeah. And uh, he bought it for seven hundred thousand. It was doing about three hundred thousand in discretionary earnings. So just a little over two time multiple. Very good deal. Nice. And he has taken that business and bolted on, I want to say, nine or 10 other businesses at this point and absolutely blown it up. Wow. His goal is to become have a, a unicorn valuation, which is a billion dollar valuation. He's got if you if you were interviewing him, he'd have a big picture of a unicorn on his back wall. Yeah. He's yeah. very visual. And that's yeah. one of the things that's kept him motivated and focused is he's very visual, with lots of whiteboards and goal setting and you yeah. know, he's very good at, you know, and that's part, part of part of the title of my book is reverse energy engineering your pathway to success it's yep. because of Victor. It's because yeah. I learned that from him because that's yeah. what he does. He, without a high school education, has said, how do I get to a billion dollar exit? That's my goal. What mm. do I have to be in order to earn that? He originally did it for a hundred million and he said, yeah, it's not enough. Okay. Nine <laughs> figures is not enough. You're going to go for 10. Yeah. All right. So, uh, or 11, right? Yeah. 10. It's just crazy, crazy stuff. Um, but he did it and he figured out how to reverse engineer that. And he's, he's working on the recurring revenue model of his business, the diversification of the business and just growing it to the point where um, he's going to, he's going to eventually have that exit. But with everything else in life, as you know, Matt, we're not kids anymore. We realize that you can only, you got to be careful about not growing a business to your own level of incompetence because yep. then you just yeah. screw it up and it's, it's not as valuable. So I think he may, I think he may change his mind that a billion dollar valuation, maybe not where he wants to be just because he is a single dad and he wants to stay focused there more than anything else. And uh, that life is m worth more than, uh, you know, uh, high stress levels and and blood pressure and things of that nature when you're trying to hit a billion dollar value. Absolutely. That's just, it, that's an amazing story. One of the things that really stood out for me there too, Joe, is the value of um, having a really good advisor like you on board, both on the personal side. Do you know how you said it's Isn't it interesting? Everyone looks at what you guys do and like, like you said it's all about the numbers and stuff but at the end of the day that to actually make that deal work it came down to personal stuff and and a lot of mindset in a way and you in a way helped him through that but think of the it really stood out to me the value of having an advisor on board it was the difference between five mil and nine mil in in a pretty short space of time i think um and obviously you're going to you guys get on well so you're going to help him Obviously, he's worked with quite like for a number of years, and hasn't he? So, you yeah. guys are going to help him on this journey. Um, yeah. Well, uh, on his next journey, I'm I'm his friend, and I'll talk to him and help him all I can. But I'm not I'm not qualified to help him with a billion dollar exit. I'm no, not. no. That, that, yeah. yeah, but, but um, I, well, what, the reason I bring that up is I'm I'm kind of saying it to our community. Um, look, guys, when you this is what can happen. This can be your journey as you start to step it up. I know a lot of us 
in our community here in Australia of, of digital investors. You, this is the exact journey that you guys are looking for is you start out by a small site, sell it for seven and a half grand like he did, buy your next one, roll it up into 20 grand and then go to the 220 and then go to the big multi-million dollar deal. But on that journey, don't be trying to do all this stuff yourself when, especially on the exit side, you need good advisors like Joe on board. These guys are experienced. They, they, they know how it works and they can help you through the deals, not just finding you the buyers. Um, and it, it just really stands out to me when you're starting out because really his journey was quite quick, wasn't it? We're, we're not talking a decade here or anything, are we? No. No, I think we're talking from start to finish on that 7,500 before he hit 9 million. I think it's less than five years. Five years. Wow. Yeah. Done. It's pretty incredible. Five years. That is absolutely fantastic. And, and amazing. I think one of the other things that really stood out for me, and you're going to love this bit, Joe, because it leads right into your recent venture. But now I see the power of um, what we were talking about before, and that is your new book. Because um, one of the comments you made, this guy, he, Victor's strategy, he figured out it's all about selling that makes him the big money, selling these websites. So, Liz, so it's interesting to talk to you and, and hear about this because Liz and I, we're, we're, we're buy and hold and we're very open about that in general. So we, yeah. we, we love buying kind of quite semi-passive websites. We've got you know, quite a business, we're quite busy and we've got kids and family. And we don't really think about the selling too much, even though that's our background, isn't it funny? But then, so even for me to interview you, and I didn't realise that before when you're talking about Victor, but that was was one of his driving things, just buy it, flip it, roll it up into the next big deal. Yeah, yeah. And in his case, it was such a rapid rise that there's the most of the money was going to come on the exit, right? If you're less than five years old, most of the money is going to come on the exit. The buy and hold strategy is not a bad one at all. I like it, especially for content sites. When you've got semi-passive content sites, I think it's a beautiful thing. If I could, if I could just work with content (laughs) uh, deals all day long, uh, that's brilliant. It's, it's great stuff. The margins are wonderful. The workload is generally low. You just have to be steady and consistent at what you do. And holding buying and holding for the long run is not a bad idea but you will exit someday you will exit you can't hold it forever because you are gonna die so (laughs) you want to build a business that is going to be in great shape and in great form to 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 pass on to your kids or to you know an investor at some point you're going to get tired you're going to want to move on you're going to look for your next adventure that's that's the life of an entrepreneur right um and and well, that's what I wanted to bring up. You used a term uh, when you were describing Victor, and I, I think this is really open the eyes to give an alternative view to how Liz and I always teach the buy and hold and sort of the more semi-passive sites. And you use the term that exit is an exitpreneur, and that's yeah. the title of your new book, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's called. The, I'm going to hold it up for you. It's so hard to pronounce and understand, yes. but it's the Exitpreneur's Playbook. Um, it's, it's, I, I picked a tough title folks, sorry, but it's, it's, it's all about, you know, training. Um, and that's hence the sports analogy. It's, uh, you know, if you're going to, uh, go out and do a, a 5k, most of us could get up and do it. We'd be okay. Yeah. We'd, we'd survive it. We'd get through it. It'd be tough for a couple of days afterwards. Cause we'd be real sore, but we'd get through it. Not like we would, if we 
trained for it though, right? We'd get a good time, we'd be in great shape. It would be fun and exciting, easy to do, we'd push hard and uh, we wouldn't have a whole lot of pain afterwards. And so I'm trying to teach people that will eventually exit their business to train for it. Um, yeah. I'm sharing uh, my experience there, a decade worth of experience, touching a half a billion in transactions. I've got a couple of epic failures of my own, some pretty decent successes. I share those in the book. Uh, I talk about awesome. Victor in great detail. Um, and I, I think it's just really important to get as much information and training as you can. That's why I love working with you because you've got, you know, you're teaching, you're helping, you're educating more than anything else. And that's all this book is. It's education. And it's in a format that I've said, I've shared over five in, in over 5,000 conversations, which, you know, is a lot of detail and a lot of time. And I figured it was time to put it in a book so that people could just grab it and absorb it, you know, at their own pace without feeling like they're drinking from a fire hose. Cool. Yeah, well, that, that's perfect. And I think um, if anyone wants to read more about Victor's story and learn from Joe's you know, vast experience in this game, uh, make sure you grab yourself a copy of that Exitpreneur's Playbook, which is out now. It's just been recently launched. So, um, yeah, grab, grab yourself a copy of that. But I, I just want to say a big thank you, Joe, for such, sharing such an inspirational story and getting insights into um, this deal that I think are particularly important for our community to see that, hey, you can start out in five years, start out dead broke, Build yourself up, but there is mindset. You got to set goals. That's another big thing that we teach here about having Got goals it, yeah. and an intention. Yep. It's one of our main keywords: um, intention. And um, and yeah, you can run this run this right through to a nine million dollar sale. And now, as we just heard, Victor's probably going to go on and do way bigger than that. At least eight figures, by the sounds of it. Um, oh, yeah. He's already there. Um, so absolutely fantastic. Thanks so much, Joe, for coming on today. Glad to be here. Thanks, Matt. You've been listening to a Digital Investors podcast with Matt and Liz Rad from the eBusiness Institute. If you'd like more great content, interviews and inspiration, make sure you subscribe here in your podcast app or visit digitalinvestors.com for more insights into the future of investing online.